0: Hey everyone, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. I'm so glad that you've joined us today. This is uh, something, I wanna talk about something today that's near and dear to my heart because many of you uh, who have followed me for a a long time know that I have suffered with anxiety for most of my adult life. And the Lord has given me so much uh, freedom from that, but I'll tell you, it still whips its ugly tail around from time to time and uh, is injurious at best. And I got an an email from a from a listener not that long ago, and she was asking me about how she could live courageously. She went on to talk about her story. This was a woman who uh, suffered through an abortion. She has been mistreated by a husband in the past and really lives a fearful life, just almost in absolute bondage to fear because of a couple of events that had happened to her. And boy, I'll tell you, Uh, My heart broke for her because I understand exactly what that feels like. And I also believe that that is exactly where the enemy wants us to stay. He does not want us to be able to be courageous for the Lord, or even to get over our fear or step out of fear into faith and live courageously for the Lord. He wants us to stay stuck and in bondage. And I want to talk a little bit about what living courageously looks like today at the podcast. But before I do that, I want to just remind you that we, um, our family, is out on the road this time of year, and you're going to hear. You might hear a little weariness in my voice from time to time. But we really covet your prayers as we're out here on the road speaking. And some of you have asked if you, if there are ways that you can support the ministry that we run. Our ministry is a, is a nonprofit organization, which I I rarely. Um, mention, and I probably should make a habit of doing it more often so that um, those of you who want to support us can do that. You can find us at firmlyplantedfamily.org. My husband and I have written a series of Bible studies for families, and actually uh, written that um, in conjunction with the board of directors at Firmly Planted Family. Uh, but that was really a vision that the Lord gave us to help families get in the Word together. We are also passionately committed to helping parents. Uh, Get into the word every single day And so that's my encouragement to uh, women as I travel and speak around the country I do a lot of speaking on homeschooling if you're interested in finding me or inviting me to uh, Your neck of the woods. I would love to do that. We are actually right now booking for 2017 We are going to be bringing women's conferences to I think we have 10 slots open for 2017 Maybe not 10 anymore at the time of this recording. There were 10 but if you're interested in doing that, please contact Dorenda Wilson. She's the gal who coordinates those for me, and she can be contacted by emailing dorenda at thebusymom.com. All right, so I wanna talk about fear for just a minute because I don't wanna end with fear. I wanna end with, uh, cur- with courage. But the Bible has an awful lot to say about what God wants us to do in the face of fear. Someone who I've enjoyed reading over the years, Joyce Meyer has a book, and I'll link to this in the show notes today. Uh, It's a book that's actually really been an encouragement to me. It's called Living Courageously, but mostly I loved her tagline. She's sort of the queen of taglines. And the tagline for the book Living Courageously was, you can face anything, just do it afraid. (laughs) Right? And when I first saw the book come out, I read the back cover. It said, fear, it can paralyze us and hold us back. Or we can choose to face it and live the life that God has planned for us. You remember we talked about this with with Gwen Smith a couple of weeks ago about Gwen's belief, and she's absolutely right about this: that we are children of the living God; that God wants us to live everything He has for us. And in uh, in Gwen's book, I Want It All, and in Joyce Meyer's book, Living Courageously, Joyce talks about how we confront and conquer fears that we have, and she takes, of course, you know, her. She has a lot of experience. Uh, in fighting fear in her own personal life. And so she shares scriptures. But her whole point is to draw you back to the Lord so that you can live your life to the fullest. And it's different. I wanna just really make a distinction. This This is different than the prosperity gospel. This is different than saying, hey, if you just think it, it will happen to you. If you pray hard enough, God will give it to you. God never said that in his word. But God did say that He wants us to be free from fear. And He has also said that He wants us to live lives of victory and lives of courage. I love 2 Timothy 1 7. In fact, I love it so much, I had a pendant made of it. And you can find that at at my website if you go uh, click on the store. It says fearless on the front and it says 2 Timothy 1, 7, the scripture reference on the back, for God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. In the book of Joshua chapter 1, verses nine through 11, God said, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So Joshua ordered the officers of the people, go through the camp and tell the people, get your provisions ready. Three days from now, you will cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land which the Lord your God is giving you for your own. Now I want you to think about that with me for just a minute, because when I think of the land... Uh, That the lord's given to me and to my husband really they're dreams that he's put in our heart Now for the israelites, it was actually a a physical place. It was a prom the promised land They were moving into the land of canaan But in many of us in our in our walks with the lord, it's a dream that he's given us It's a desire that the lord's put on our hearts And god says that he wants to give us those things, but we've got to walk it out We've got to walk it out. We've got to be on guard against the enemy. Paul told the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians 16, 13 to be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, and be strong. So I'm going to give you just four things today that I've sort of sketched out in my journal that have been helpful for me as I've laid my dreams and plans uh, before the Lord. As my husband and I have prayed about things for many, many years and uh, the first thing is to wait on the Lord. That's really not that awesome, is it? Because really, we don't, we don't really like to wait, right? The waiting part, oh, the, you know, it's so hard, especially when the Lord's put something on your heart. Many of you listening to this today have spent years waiting for a child. Some of you have a dream in your heart that you've waited for years and years to fulfill. Some of you have had a dream of missions, or a dream of of uh, publishing something or a dream of writing music or whatever it is that God has put on your heart and you still have not seen a fulfillment of that dream or that vision or that desire but Psalm 27 says that we are to wait on the Lord in verse 14 it says wait for the Lord be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord now I think in this culture of instant gratification, right? We're all members of Amazon Prime. Some of us are members of Amazon Prime now, right? Because we don't like to wait. We're not used to waiting. We live in a culture of instant gratification and following the Lord and finding courage in the midst of uh, strife and struggle is difficult. And yet God says in his word, trust me. You can trust me. In Proverbs 3, he said, trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will will make your path straight. So the first thing that we wanna do when we're trying to find courage to live courageously in the culture is to wait on the Lord. The second thing is to be in his word. You can't wait on the Lord effectively if you're not in his word. We've got to be in the word. That's why that verse in Proverbs is so important. When he says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding. If you're not in the word of God, I guarantee you, you're gonna be leaning on your own understanding because there's no place else to lean. Or you're going to be leaning on your pastor's understanding or on a good author's or a good speaker's understanding, or on you know whoever's on the big hair station in the middle of the night, but God is saying we're not supposed to lean on our understanding we're supposed to uh, trust in him with all of our heart, and that means sometimes that we we lay those fears down at the feet of Jesus. You know I hear from women all the time who ask me you know what it is about speaking that doesn't freak me out and the truth is every single time i have yet to get up in front of a group of women and speak when i haven't had butterflies in my stomach i know it's gonna surprise some of you but it really is an act of obedience for me i have to lay it before the lord every single time i take the stage Because I don't want to speak in my flesh and I often will pray before I speak in front of audiences and say lord Please fill me with your words because these people do not need to hear anything I have to say in my flesh and that's the way god wants us to be Is to be in his word to be depending On him to live our lives courageously and the third thing is to actually pray for courage. So now You're waiting on the lord. You're waiting for his timing you're waiting for his direction. You're waiting for his, uh, his instruction. And you find that by being in his word and taking time every day, it is a spiritual discipline to walk in right relationship with the Lord, right? It doesn't, just, it doesn't come to any of us naturally. And we need to pray for courage to really ask the Lord for it. The Bible says that whatever we ask in his name, he'll give us. So we're asking the Lord, Father, what are your, what's your will for us? I love it that Jesus, who understands our fears and understands that we're wrestling with the spirit of fear, and I believe I've said this many, many times here on the podcast, that fear is a spirit. Paul called it out in Second in, uh, in Timothy 1.7. He said, God didn't give us a spirit of fear and whenever Jesus addresses people who are afraid and who are, having, uh, who are struggling to step out, many of you are afraid in the culture. You're just afraid to say, hey, that's a- wrong. And you can feel your heart racing when you know you need to say something and we're, just, we're afraid because we're gonna be labeled. We're, we're afraid because the, the culture is gonna label us. And it's not just that, that any faith is under attack in this country right now. It's the Christian faith in particular and actually around the world. It's not just the United States, it's everywhere. It's the christians who are being attacked for their faith right now And many of us have had opportunities to stand for the lord and we have not taken them because we're afraid of what's going to happen We're afraid of repercussions We're afraid that someone's going to say oh you're a bigot. You're a hater Right, but jesus said that when when he sent his son to die for us that we are no longer dead in our sin that he We, is, we have been raised up to new life with him. We wear the name and the label redeemed and no one can relabel you I love Mark 5 36 And Jesus who is uh, Addressing his disciples says to Them don't be afraid just Believe Just believe Philippians 1 28 without being Frightened in any way by those who oppose You don't be frightened He says this is a sign To them that they will be destroyed But that you will be saved Wow God has so much to say when we pray for courage, he wants to give it to us. I love Psalm 112, seven. This was a verse I had penned uh, that was sitting on my bathroom mirror for a long time when my husband and I walked through some very fearful times in our life. And it says in Psalm 112, verse seven, they will have no fear of bad news. Their hearts are steadfast because they trust in the Lord. Ask the Lord to give you courage. He absolutely will give it. Psalm 31 says, be strong and take heart, all you who hope in the Lord. And the final thing is to act when the opportunity arises. So when God gives you an opportunity to speak, speak. And remember, he said, be strong and courageous. I love that he said to Joshua, be strong and courageous because you are gonna lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. If the Lord gives you an opportunity and you've been in his word and you've been waiting for him and you've been praying for courage, when the door opens, step through it and then trust that God is going to be with you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Some of you have something in your heart that God has given you to do and you just cannot get over your fear to get out there and do it. You're, you're afraid of failure. And instead of walking in faith, you're walking in fear. I want to encourage you today to overcome that fear by the power of the Holy Spirit, which is given to you through the shed blood of Jesus Christ, to walk in the freedom that comes by knowing that you are a child of living God. I absolutely agree with Joyce Meyer on this. You can face anything, just do it afraid. God will give you the courage that you need. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.